TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is live coverage from ABC News, your voice, your vote. I'm Aaron Katursky. President Obama is coming to the White House Rose Garden to talk about the results of the election. Here's the president. Yesterday, before votes were tallied, I shot a video that some of you may have seen in which I said to the American people, uh, regardless of which side you were on in the election, uh, regardless of whether your candidate won or lost, the sun would come up in the morning. And that is one bit of prognosticating that actually came true. Uh, the sun is up. And I know everybody had a long night. Uh, I did as well. Uh, I had a chance to talk to President-elect Trump last night. Uh, about 3.30 in the morning, I think it was, to congratulate him on winning the election. And I had a chance to invite him to come to the White House tomorrow uh, to talk about making sure that there is a successful transition between our presidencies. Now, it is no secret that the president-elect and I have some pretty significant differences. But remember, eight years ago, President Bush and I had some pretty significant differences. But President Bush's team could not have been more professional or more gracious in making sure we had a smooth transition so that we could hit the ground running. And one thing you realize quickly in this job is that the presidency and the vice presidency uh, is bigger than any of us. So I have instructed my team to follow the example that President Bush's team set eight years ago and work as hard as we can to make sure that this is a sex successful transition for the president-elect, because we are now all rooting for his success in uniting and leading the country. The peaceful transition of power is one of the hallmarks of our democracy. And over the next few months, we are going to show that to the world. I also had a chance last night to speak with Secretary Clinton, and I just had a chance to hear her remarks. I could not be prouder of her. She has lived an extraordinary life of public service. She was a great first lady. She was an outstanding senator for the state of New York. And she could not have been a better Secretary of State. I'm proud of her. A lot of Americans look up to her. Her candidacy and nomination was historic and sends a message to our daughters all across the country that they can achieve at the highest levels of politics. And I'm absolutely confident that she and President Clinton will continue to do great work for people here in the United States and all around the world. Now, everybody is sad when their side loses an election. But the day after, we have to remember that we're actually all on one team. This is an intramural scrimmage. We're not Democrats first. We're not Republicans first. We are Americans first. We're patriots first. We all want, want what's best for this country. 
That's what I heard in Mr. Trump's remarks last night. That's what I heard when I spoke to him uh, directly. And I was heartened by that. That's what the country needs. A sense of unity, a sense of inclusion, a respect for our institutions, our way of life, rule of law, and a respect for each other. I hope that he maintains that spirit throughout this transition, uh, and I certainly hope that's how his presidency has a chance to begin. I also told my team today to keep their heads up because the remarkable work that they have done day in, day out, often without a lot of fanfare, often with a lot of, a lot of attention, work in agencies, work in uh, obscure areas of policy that make government run better and make it more responsive uh, and make it more efficient and make it more service-friendly so that it's actually helping more people, that remarkable work has left the next president with a stronger, better country uh, than the one that existed eight years ago. So win or lose in this election, that was always our mission. That was our mission from day one. And everyone on my team should be extraordinarily proud of everything that they have done. And so should all the Americans that I've had a chance to meet all across this country who do the hard work of building on that progress every single day. Teachers in schools, doctors in ER clinic, small businesses putting their all into starting something up, making sure they're treating their employees well. All the important work that's done by moms and dads and families and congregations in every state. The work of perfecting this union. So this was a long and hard-fought campaign. A lot of our fellow Americans are exultant today. A lot of Americans are less so. But that's the nature of campaigns. That's the nature of democracy. It is hard and sometimes contentious and noisy. Uh, it's not always inspiring. But to the young people who got into politics for the first time and may be disappointed by the results, I just want you to know you have to stay encouraged. Don't get cynical. Don't ever think you can't make a difference. As Secretary Clinton said this morning, fighting for what is right is worth it. Sometimes you lose an argument. Sometimes you lose an election. You know, the path that this country has taken uh, has never been a straight line. We zig and zag, and sometimes we move in ways that some people think uh, is forward and others think is moving back. Um, and that's okay. I've lost elections before. Joe hasn't. But, you know. So I've been, I've been sort of sharing. Remember, you beat me badly. 
Um, that's the way politics works sometimes. We, we try really hard to persuade people that we're right. And then people vote. And then if we lose, we learn from our mistakes, we do some reflection, we lick our wounds, we brush ourselves off, we get back in the arena. We go at it. We try even harder the next time. The point, though, is, is that we all go forward with a presumption of good faith in our fellow citizens. Because that presumption of good faith is essential to a vibrant and functioning democracy. That's how this country has moved forward for 240 years. That's how we've pushed boundaries and promoted freedom around the world. That's how we've expanded the rights of our founding to reach all of our citizens. It's how we have come this far. And that's why I'm confident that this incredible journey that we're on as Americans will go on. And I'm looking forward to doing everything that I can to make sure that the next president is successful in that. I've said before, uh, I think of this job as being a relay runner. You take the baton, you run your best race, and hopefully by the time you hand it off, uh, you're a little further ahead. You've made a little progress. And I can say that we've done that, and I want to make sure that handoff is well executed because ultimately uh, we're all on the same team. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Live from the White House Rose Garden, President Obama, after what he called a long night, he talked to President-elect Trump at about 3.30 in the morning about the peaceful transition of power, long a hallmark, he said, of American democracy. Mr. Obama noted his own differences with President Bush and said his team has been told to follow Mr. Bush's example in rooting for the next president's success. The president acknowledged some Americans are exultant, others less so. He said, such is the nature of democracy. I'm Aaron Katursky. You're listening to live coverage from ABC News. Straight back to the White House now, live with ABC's Megan Hughes. Megan. Aaron, this was an important and difficult speech for President Obama addressing a divided nation. He said, we're all now rooting for a success. Everybody's sad when their side loses, but we're all on one team. He compared the election to an intramural scrimmage. Now, he did acknowledge pretty significant differences that he has with the president-elect. And Aaron, it's difficult to overstate here what a hit that the Trump presidency is likely to mean for the Obama legacy. We're talking about a man who questioned the legitimacy of the Obama presidency every step of the way. He has vowed to undo Obama's signature health care law his first day in office. Uh, but as you mentioned, the president today promising a smooth transition. Uh, the two are going to need to work together in coming months. Pre he, he said President Bush and I had those differences that you mentioned, uh, but that the Bush team was very gracious. He's promising that his administration will do the same. We know that the president spoke with Donald Trump by phone early Wednesday morning to congratulate him. He's also invited Donald Trump to meet with him at the White House tomorrow. ABC's Megan Hughes live at the White House. Mr. Obama's among the most popular outgoing presidents, but his 56 percent approval rating was still not enough to carry Hillary Clinton over the finish line. The president said Clinton has lived an extraordinary life of public service. 
ABC's Karen Travers is here with us. Uh, There's a whole agenda now uh, in doubt. And this the election results are also being framed as a rejection of President Obama's agenda and what the president accomplished in his two terms in the White House. And his speech just now was a pep talk for his own team, similar to how Hillary Clinton just gave one. He said, everybody on my team should be proud of all they have done. And Aaron, lining the Rose Garden were staffers from the West Wing in the executive office building who all looked despondent. But the president said, you can't get discouraged. You've got to go out. You still have to fight for what is right because everything that they worked for over the last eight years, Donald Trump has indicated that the second he gets into the Oval Office, he's going to try to start undoing everything. Conspicuous in that group you mentioned there, uh, Vice President Joe Biden, who must have been wondering what if. And the image is striking. October 21st, 2015, that same image, President Obama and Joe Biden in the Rose Garden the morning after Joe Biden said he would not be running for president. And now here they are today. Certainly emotional, I think, for both of them. And President Obama noting that it's tough when you lose elections. And uh, he says Joe hasn't. And Joe Biden jumping in to say, you beat me pretty badly. Of course, that primary back in 2008. ABC's Karen Travers with us uh, live here as President Obama. What he called an intramural scrimmage is over. He said we're all Americans first. And he said he heard that same sentiment in his call with Donald Trump. The two will meet at the White House on Thursday. Trump will be inaugurated January 20th, 2017. I'm Aaron Katursky. You've been listening to live coverage, your voice, your vote from ABC News. ABC News, honored. Winner for the third straight year with the Edward R. Murrow Award for overall excellence in television and radio. ABC News, America's number one news choice. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.